0: Hi, it's Tony Chapman and welcome to Chatter That Matters. the podcast where we cut through the clutter to focus on what matters most to your life and your livelihood. Thanks to the incredible support of RBC, we are focusing the next 10 episodes on the heart of our economy, small businesses. Small business matters and it's in our collective interest to keep them beating strong. Be a viewer to the podcast, Chatter That Matters. In this episode, you'll meet Francois Theriault, co-founder of Surmiseur with his brother Vincent. Surmiseur offers unique men's clothing. Their hook is tailor-made with bespoke service, but they use modern technology, and that lets them fit you at ready-to-wear pricing. And this entrepreneurial powerhouse is now located in Canada, United States, and Mexico. So where did this entrepreneurial spirit begin
1: I always knew I was an entrepreneur uh, since I was a kid. I always like from pick up fruit to selling like popsicle at the corner of the street. Me and my brother, we always did something. We grew up in a restoration. So my mom told me, you have 16, you have to go work. Uh, so we start from dishes to boy to eventually be the waiter. The thing that we always focused was uh, create this amazing uh, like experience. So they were coming back always for us and it would just create this amazing relation.
0: But like so many of us entrepreneurs, it's not necessarily the expected career path. Francois finds himself in banking. And while his timing sucks, he starts just as the financial crisis hits in 2008. Cast aside, he decides to travel to see what path in life awaits.
1: Knowing that uh, finance wasn't for me, I traveled for one year in Asia. So I went to Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, India, China, And uh, one of the things I realized is you see so many little shop here and there uh, that was giving you a custom made suit for a fraction of uh, what it was out there. And when I was in banking, you know, going uh, to to shop for a suit was a painful experience. Uh, The suit never fit. Uh, And actually myself, I I never enjoy shopping.
0: So Francois and his brother take these two patterns to create their future. A better way to buy suits and what they've learned creating smiles when working in the restaurants. He decides to go into business not selling suits, but selling experiences. Why do you think experiences are so important? Why do you think that matters?
1: You have to raise the bar in everything we are doing. Is it going to be the the fact that we spend 40 minutes, get to know each other. So we talk about who you are as a person. uh, And also we we create amazing connection. Is it going to be the drink that we give you? Is it uh, the the espresso? Is it going to be the little touch in your suit or in your shirt that you have like the favorite color or uh, you find the the special monogram uh, that you always want that makes the garment unique? At the end of the day, what you do is, you know, build all these steps that makes like to raise the standard of what's your uh, experience. And what it does is create a communication. When was the last time that you went to a store uh, and the only thing that you want to do is go back and talk to your friend, talk to your family. I went to this place and it was amazing. That's exactly what we added. We had a a bunch of people that came to the store and we gave something completely different that was unique, that was personalized, and people want to talk about it. The word of mouth was really our success story.
0: So when you're in the restaurant business, you and your brother do that naturally. You were the kid that sold strawberries on the street. You understand creating experiences. How do you find the staff that can also embody that? So when you're not in a store, you know there's a bit of Francois on them.
1: Coming from a restaurant business and going into the clothing business, we realized that we can teach anybody anything. And for us, personality is the key element, and especially with restaurant business, I think this is some of the greatest employee came from this industry because these guys have they've been through so many uh, occasions. They have to be able to communicate extremely well. Uh, they have to be able to multitask. And in our store, it's very fast-paced. Uh, you never do the same thing, uh, and it's been a great way uh, to to recruit people. But our culture, our company culture, our is the key. Uh, why we're always able to keep our employees and, and attract new talents as well.
0: Where do you put your value in the culture? Are people there motivated because they're making good money, or is it because they're finding the right fashion for that skin color?
1: Actually, we, we don't have a very high wage. Uh, but the way we motivate them is it's by like the job itself, which is so unique. It's about creating relation uh, with customers, and it, it's fun. It's you spend 45 minutes with uh, John, with uh, Larry uh talk about everything and nothing and you create a garment that they're gonna love uh it's it's something special that and we give a lot of freedom we empire staff uh like no like no other company i think that's been a great way uh while we are able to to uh, to scale to the face that we we had with uh, uh with the resource that we had once you give them side project as well with what they love uh the the outcome has been amazing
0: so you get yourself going, you're exactly what people are looking for. Strong word of mouth, great culture. You're opening up, you're now in 10 stores, you're in Mexico City, you're in North America. And then COVID hits.
1: You put so much time, passion, energy, and love in, in, in building something. And overnight, you don't know if, if, if everything's come to an end. And it's something very difficult. Once the COVID came, uh, we had a relation in Asia. Uh, all our, most of our garments are made there. Um, so we saw the masks coming way before. So we start importing masks and now uh, the mask business actually will save Surmiseur. And uh, we are very good position for all the opening and what's coming after.
0: As the stores begin to open up, there's new rules and protocols. Because a lot of your business in the past was walking in surprise and delight, big smiles, hugs, energy, have an espresso. It's a different world. It's appointment only, conversations through masks. So t- tell us a little bit about what you envision is going to happen and how are you going to bring some of your magic within those new rules?
1: Experience has always been the key success of Zoom Reserve. We have a, like a guide on how to make people feel welcome, uh, video and, and tutorial for, for new employees. This has to be completely changed. When people enter, it's almost like a pharmacy now. You you, you put your PRL, we'll give you a mask. Uh, our stock consultant, we wanna make sure that they can see their face so they have the face shield. Um, we have like gown, we have clubs, uh when we take measurements. We want to make sure that our employees are safe. We want to make sure that the customer is safe. It's in this, I think we still have to be creative. And once we have the the perfect guideline, because it's constantly changing, constantly evolving with with the government, um, then we'll need to reinvent ourselves and and create a wow factor with the, the new reality.
0: I've been around retail all my life. And I can tell you that great retailers don't sell stuff, they sell outcomes motorcycles to take you on a winding road, a custom front door is to make a first impression. And for Francois, a made-to-measure suit is to own a moment, whether you're walking down the aisle or commanding attention in a boardroom, or just simply wearing the garment of a leader. Now he sees this, but will his customers.
1: What we saw was how people were so happy to see this door open how happy they were to come in the store and just receive the garment and and actually business pick up extremely fast and faster than we thought. And But it's really the one-on-one interaction that everybody that's working during that week, they all have the same conclusion. Even though COVID is there, even though there's a lot of fear, I think they really feel comfortable that, that at the end it's going to come back to normal.
0: Francois, I can't think of a sector that's been more turned upside down than yours. Moments now happen on Zoom. People aren't face-to-face but working remote. Will suits and ties and a lot of what you sell reflect a bygone time? How will you adapt?
1: It's going to be a massive challenge. Uh, So I think our our business is going to be hit pretty hard. And once again, come back to to our core value, uh, which we have to be creative. If we stick with suits and shirt and, and and formal wear, it might be a little bit tougher. So we have to reinvent ourselves. We have to be creative in everything we're doing that's going to be part of the success or part of the failure.
0: So a question I have for you is as part of your pivoting going forward, the past, most of your work was word of mouth and the benefit of being on a street and having people walk in your store. Do you think digital is going to play a different role in building your business?
1: Digital will be in my opinion, a key factor in success. People have to shift uh, slowly with having a better online presence, better online experience. For us as at SurmaZero, we will definitely spend uh, the next few months to enhance our experience, to make it easier for the customers uh, to build their, their
0: wardrobe online. Francois your brother, you don't deserve this had an extraordinary business. Everything was pointing up. You identified an unmet need. You took advantage of new technology. You drew upon your experiences of creating smiles. And then Zoom and the world and meeting through screens happened. Will you have a future? I'm going to stretch high and call upon Jeannie Becker, one if not the world's authority in fashion and culture and the intersection of both. And Sabrina Jeremiah, who's the head of Google Canada and Lolita Guerrera, who gets retail. And I'm gonna come back to you with ideas that'll help you get where Sir Monsieur deserves to go. I must give a huge shout out to RBC for sponsoring the Small Business Matters series on Chatter That Matters, and for running excerpts on 67 radio stations across Canada. I'm a big fan of RBC, not just because they're one of the world's best run and most respected banks, It's because of what they do to help all of Canada. Take Future Launch, a $500 million investment to help Canadian youth find and pursue their path in life. Or the investment RBC makes in arts and culture, in amateur sports, and in building our new economy. When COVID-19 hit, RBC stepped up with millions of dollars to support food banks and essential services. And they had only one ask for this series. Don't make this show about RBC. Make it about the small business heroes. And speaking of heroes and their quest, let's get back to see what the experts have to say. Francois, I love this part of the podcast. Is where I bring you some of Canada's thought leaders. And I think in some ways we've outdone ourselves. First one is Jeannie Becker, one of the world's leading authorities on fashion and retail and building brands. Someone who's been at the epicenter of, in the intersection between fashion and culture and society. She's your first expert. And my first question to her is, what does it take to build a great fashion brand?
2: It really takes a great story and it takes a very precise point of view. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short.
0: And with Sir Monsieur?
2: In the case of Sir Monsieur, you know, there is a great story there. In what way? It's a company that's founded on passion.
0: Are there any weak points?
2: The fashion story that they're telling is perhaps a more general one, uh, not a bad one. It's it's one that's relevant for our times. In what way? I think we're all looking for um, a kind of customization, a kind of personal touch.
0: So what else does Francois need to do?
2: I'm not sure that their point of view is unique enough as it stands. I think that's something that really has to be honed. They've got to put a lot more thought into Why them? And they have to be ready to establish themselves as leading authorities on fashion. What's the
0: downside if they don't?
2: They're not going to gain the respect um, and certainly not going to gain the attention and the traffic that they so desperately need. So what should Francois
0: and his brother be talking about?
2: How much is that really going to be changing um, because of our times and because of these new realizations that have been coming fast and furious?
0: Give me an example.
2: I need a new suit. I got to look good from the waist up to go on my Zoom meeting or I have to have a a suit that fits well to, to, to go to my brother's wedding in.
0: So stories about moments, but what's the best way to tell them?
2: I think it's really important to put a face on this brand.
0: Well, if you're meeting them, many entrepreneurs are reluctant to be the lead singer. Do you think they could find this voice?
2: There's something very personable, um, and and what wonderfully personal about the way that these brothers are approaching their business.
0: So, don't limit the narrative to the the fabric or buttons.
2: Fashion has wonderful transformational qualities. And I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of magic in that, and there's a lot of great storytelling that c- can go on, and to help make us feel better about ourselves and who we are, and about the state of the world.
0: Any other thoughts for Francois?
2: Women are really craving these well-constructed, quality uniforms now, and because women' biggest complaint from women is fit, the fit, the fit, the fit, the fit's never right. They can never get something to fit right.
0: So, Janie, I'm going to appoint you their creative director. What's the first thing you're going to do?
2: Why not profile some of these wonderfully eclectic men that are coming into the store? Why not produce a series of mini profiles that could be on the website?
0: So you see a way forward for Sir Monsieur.
2: It's a classic way of dressing that we are embracing more and more because a great cut suit will never go out of style. And a great cut shirt will never go out of style.
0: So, Francois, that's quite a bit from uh, one of the fashion legends, uh, not just in Canada, but worldwide. Any thoughts?
1: Well, Ginny is absolutely a pleasure to hear from somebody who has so much experience. Uh, definitely, I think having uh, the fashion aspect, which has always been a huge part of her brand, uh, it says that a lot about what we're doing. Women's. It's been on the radar for a long time, but I think it's, it's also can increase the, the, the brand. So I really, truly appreciate uh, that comment. Uh, quality and also something that we really stress on in the past five, six years. Uh, so it gives you a, give us a lot of insight as well that we're on something good.
0: So, Francois, I next went to Sabrina Jeremiah, who's the country head for Google Canada. First thing I asked her is, what's Google doing to help retail companies deal with COVID and and today's economy?
3: Google is really empowering a lot of retail companies around the world to meet their consumers where they're at. In what way? We connect people to what they're looking for, and we connect them in the moments that matter.
0: So what impact has COVID had on how our society is transforming digitally?
3: We're seeing five years of digital transformation in approximately five months.
0: How is that impacting someone like Francois and his business?
3: 89% of Canadians, they're choosing retailers based on a really great digital experience.
0: Sir prides itself in their personal connections at the store level. Will this fall by the wayside as they move more digitally?
3: You know, personalization doesn't necessarily need to be personal. So we've seen some different companies like Indochino has a very similar business model. They've shifted a lot of their bookings from in-person to virtual bookings.
0: You had your team look at Sir What did you find out?
3: When you go to his website right now, I would call it transactional. Their speed is not quick enough.
0: Does speed impact business?
3: For every second that you are delayed, you're going to get a 20% drop in conversions. So we ran a little test and it's anyone can do this it's called a google google sightsee test um and it was taking three seconds to load which was last out of their peer set of five competitors
0: wow well i made Jeannie francois creative director so i'm now going to appoint you the the head of google Canada to now become his technical director what would you do immediately
3: I think Francois really has the opportunity to treat his website as a flagship store and making it very easy and frictionless to book this, take part of this personalized fitting to a virtual uh, scenario, and then having the last bid or the last mile be in store with really clear safety precautions.
0: So where should Francois start?
3: It all starts with Google My Business, just making sure folks know about the hours. And then what? You can do campaigns that are locally targeted that are actually within a perimeter of the store and you can target folks in that area.
0: Can digital do anything else to drive his business?
3: Jeannie talked a little bit about widening their assortment also to women's wear, et cetera. When we look at our Google trends, formal wear was already a declining category that was minus 5% year on year. Post COVID it's now minus 50% year on year.
0: So digital tells you what people are searching for. Then what does he do?
3: One of the key things is just having the right assortment to get people to come into stores. We are seeing spikes in things like active wear, leisure wear, because people are working from home.
0: And any final thoughts for uh, Francois and his brother?
3: They have to access skills maybe that they didn't have before because they're meeting this new consumer demand that is primarily digital. I should also tell you that a couple of weeks ago, we announced a $1 million investment to expand shop here. And this is a nationwide pledge to help bring 50,000 Canadian businesses online in 2020.
0: It's nice having the head of Google as your technical director. What did you think?
1: I remember the last quote from Sabrina, there's a million dollar uh <laughs> fun available so definitely i'm going to try to, to reach that one uh no we always knew that their website w- was not our strongest point but now with covid i think sabrina mentioned some incredible stack uh stats uh just from from the the former menswear which is down 50 percent uh this is incredible value uh and also like from from our speed perspective which our website needs to to uh to be faster compared to our competition as sabrina's is saying uh, this i think will be a uh, it has to become one of our flagship stores so uh, this is extremely valuable um, information and thank you so much sabrina
0: i want to talk about a third expert and that's lolita guerrera One of the things I love about RBC that I'm learning is they've got experts in different subject matters. Hers is retail and also Montreal. And the first thing I asked Lolita is what makes a great retailer in 2020?
4: I think a great retailer is one that has a great vision, definitely cares about their clients and knows how to show it, makes that experience seamless. Uh, Usually the great retailers are innovative. They usually have, right now, a really great online presence.
0: So, Monsieur, what grade would you give them?
4: Sur mesure is a great company, actually. I think uh, they have a really great story. Two brothers that I think have really tried to make a difference in, you know, getting that customer experience to the next level.
0: And offline, you were telling me how impressed you were with how they pivoted when COVID knocked the window out, out of our economy, that they got into the mask business.
4: They've done a really great job doing that in a short time frame, which shows speaks to their resilience.
0: And what were you most impressed with?
4: The fact that they were able to pivot and produce something such as masks for, you know, our first care providers is a testament to what they believe in.
0: You've got a lot of different relationships. These are tough times. What's key?
4: I think what he definitely needs to do is definitely communicate
0: and in doing so?
4: Making them think of other scenarios and I think asking those really good questions.
0: And any final thoughts?
4: You need to have a deep discovery with the clients to really see short-term where they want to go and long-term what their vision is.
0: So Francois, that was RBC. Retail is your sweet spot. Any thoughts on what you had to say?
1: Well, thank you so much for your comments, Lolita. I really, truly appreciate I agree with you. Vision is everything. And this is how for us, we were able to recruit people. Innovation has been a key part of our growth and our success and how we differentiate yourself uh, from the beginning. So thanks, thanks as well for, for mentioning this. I think we will have to, to constantly adapt and see the new reality. So uh, this is also some, some great feedback.
0: Francois, my final thoughts is, getting to know you, I realize you're the reason I'm doing this podcast. You and your brothers are small business owners with a burning desire to succeed. And if there's one word that describes your life, it's transformation. When you're in the restaurant business, you weren't there to serve drinks. You were there to transform lives, even little ways to make people smile and laugh and feel better and feel that they belong. And you travel to the Far East, you're more than a tourist, you're an observer of people and norms and businesses and what transformed them. sur Monsieur, is all of this and more. It's about smiles on people's faces, it's relationships, it's outfitting people, not by the fabric and the thread, and I know you're passionate about your quality, but understanding who they are and the moments in life that they want to master and matter. And how outfits are both an expression and a vessel to take them there. There's no doubt in my mind you will continue to transform, and not just as a business, but transforming the customers and employees that you feel so honored to serve. Thank you so much for being part of Small Business Matters.
1: Thank you so much for for choosing us. Uh, this is amazing visibility and like the feedback that I got. Uh, I don't even think or dream. I could either like, talk to these guys or have like five minutes of their time and listening to our stories. So this is really cool and something really special. So I will go uh, to my tech guy in two minutes and tell him, hey, buddy what's going to happen with their website and we need to change everything. Come on now. Um, So that's, uh, that's really, really cool.
4: To find details on how RBC supports its business clients, visit rbc.com slash business. You've been listening to chatter that matters with Tony Chapman. If you haven't already done so subscribe to the show, wherever you get your podcasts, you can connect with Tony on Twitter at Tony Chapman through LinkedIn at Tony Chapman Reactions or visit his website, TonyChapmanReactions.com. Chatter That Matters is produced by Tony Chapman Reactions and Eye Contact Productions.